Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Got a burning question that you want answered by legitimate experts? Not just some rando on Facebook. This is your opportunity, bringing you actual legit info even your lecturers would approve of. It's Ask an Expert! Ask an Expert. Kia ora, that is right. You're listening to Radio 1. This is The Breakfast Show and it is time for Ask an Expert. Yes, and we are here with Dr. Olivier Jutel, an Otago University lecturer, former journalist. Olivier's research brings together ideas surrounding critical theory, social movement theory, journalism studies and psychoanalysts in explaining the rise of populism, reactionary online publics and the failures of normative liberal visions of the internet. Today, we are here with Olivier to talk about cryptocurrency. Kia ora, Olivier. Morena, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, Honoured to be an expert, I guess. <laughs> uh, a little bit, you know, sometimes we put experts on these pedestals and, and sometimes they deserve it, sometimes they don't, but um, here's my <laughs> go at it. <laughs> hey, we, we're grateful that you're here because we have no clue what is going on um, with cryptocurrency. So yeah. many questions, and we so have a lot questions. of. I think a real good shorthand is it's astrology for boys. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I feel like I feel like it's just not a realm that I live in anyway, and yeah. I I try I just see it everywhere, but I try. Well, it's to not the real it. world. It's not the real economy. Yeah. Um, but it's um, I mean, it's kind of a techno religion, and part of the spectacle of religion is creating miracles and. That, you know, if you got into Bitcoin in 2011, you you know you'd be worth a billion dollars. Yeah. That's kind of like this this the conversion story or spectacle. And obviously, people have gotten stupendously rich from crypto. The same way people can get stupendously rich from from Ponzi schemes and all mm-hmm. manner of you know uh, illegal financial chicanery. Um, but just because people have gotten rich. Or gotten clout doesn't mean that's something that should exist in this world. Doesn't mean that it's it's something that serves uh, a real social need. Or, and I think this is the critical thing to underscore: it's not money. Yeah. It will never be money. Um, and money, much of the projects that they try to like say, oh, this is going to be a new way for you to like, I don't know, buy beer or pizza or create digital tokens for little stupid apes. Like, is a, is a way of trying to bring this into the real world? Because that's the thing. However wretched our current financial system, it does interface with, like, you know, real business, everyday practices of, like, finance and the economy that, that you know, construct our lives. Mm. We, can, we can critique that, um, and we could search for some alternatives. But Bitcoin is not an alternative. It's, in fact, a kind of concentration of wealth and power to make many of the sort of Wall Street scam artists blush. I mean, it's really... But anyway, I'm, I'm getting on my little <laughs> rampage here. I'll, no. um, I'll feel... <laughs> hey, yeah, I'll stop. Well, I mean, that was kind of covered our first question, I guess, of like, what is cryptocurrency? Um, okay, I okay think... no, no, check this out. Check this out. Okay. I, I, I mean, should we, should we do it like a little technical... Yeah, I reckon we do it like a little a techno yeah. dive because people, I'm sure they're familiar with the words of like blockchain and stuff like yeah. that, but not really f- sure what that is either. So check it out. Crypto is like, an, it's an encrypted spreadsheet in the sense that, and that's what the blockchain is, is basically like there's an original block of coins created by Satoshi, who again is like the religious figure. He's your, he's your prophet, if you will. Um, and... 
what ends up happening, and, and the thing that they claim they've done is, is they can track and trace like every coin and the creation of every coin and the interaction of every wallet. And a wallet is like, you know, sort of like an anonymized digital identity that like if you were to partake in, um, in the crypto economy, you'd, you'd, you'd get this sort of like, you know, digital identity that's your wallet. And, um, and so they've claimed to be able to sort of create the incentives to encrypt this spreadsheet, which is called mining, which is the reason why graphics cards are really expensive, because everybody's, you know, competing to, to mine coins, and mining coins, essentially, again, does the uh, algorithmic process to strengthen the record. Um, now, it's not actually like an, a, a superior form of math or anything, it's just sort of like a lottery, and it grows exponentially. And that's the reason why, you know, cryptocurrency consumes so much, you know, carbon. It's carbon footprint mm -hmm. for just Bitcoin is, uh, you know, larger. I think it's two times the kind of megawattage of the country of New Zealand. Um, wow. and, and that's because, you know, Bitcoin has like a theory of value, which is like graphics card go burr. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like make those graphics card, you know, work. And, and somehow they believe that that undergirding math, it's not really math, but that undergirding lottery is the sort of supreme value. Now, um, and so that's what produces the coins. The problem is, is, you know, Bitcoin can do a reasonably okay job of like, yeah, tracking every little interaction between wallets and seeing, you know, uh, you know what coins go where. But mm -hmm. once you start like, you know, needing to like cash out of this system, yeah, How's you it, know, yeah. You, yeah, it, you create exchanges and the exchanges are, are very sus because they're like not banked and they get hacked and users get locked out of their accounts mm -hmm. and all types of crazy chicanery happens and the exchanges are controlled by some of the most sus players in like the digital economy um, and you know we, we saw and I'll really quick I can end there in 2014 something like 80% of all bitcoins were like hacked in what was called the wow. Mount Gox hack that was the um, the tw uh, big exchange in in Japan and that was a that was a disaster and a lot of those coins did get recovered um, but it, it showed like a, just a con, you know a failure of this overall sort of structure to engage with the sort of real world mm -hmm. and and the problems of yeah 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 trying to bank with bitcoins and and that was also a key moment where blockchain emerged as sort of like this thing that was just more than bitcoin so they sort of did like a little PR pivot to like oh we're gonna like solve world hunger and stuff like that so yeah I can I can I can stop it there <laughs> yeah no I think that's a that's a pretty good rundown. I mean, it, obviously it's infinitely big um, of what is cryptocurrency, but I think that's kind of nailed it. Yeah, and I guess something that's um, come up in the realm now, I mean, I'm not sure, but a lot of uh, people at uni, I guess, are talking about it as well, is the hype behind NFTs and what are they and are there any long-term value? Can you take money out of these? How do you value something that is online as what I can tell an artistic <laughs> digital print man so really quickly um, I talked about this transition from just purely Bitcoin into like other stuff mm -hmm. and a big point of this other stuff is this other blockchain called Ethereum yes and so Ethereum is the blockchain so Bitcoin 
the, you know, the horrible thing about Bitcoin, all of its carbon-intensive stuff, the fact that it's not really money, Ethereum has the virtue of allowing people to, like, launch their own digital applications using its, its blockchain. What that means is that, you know, 90% of all those applications are what are called coin offerings and pump-and-dump scams. So I, I want to start Radio One Coin. I'm going to get on the radio. I'm going to get some influencers. I'm going to generate some clout. I'm going to get $100 million for our initial coin offering. Boom. I walk away with a bag full of $100 million. Everyone holding the coins got nothing. But Ethereum is the place that allows a kind of, you know, a lot of this new stuff to be experimented with. And the, the proponents will say, oh, man, we're building this, this new world. We're building the metaverse. You know, don't criticize because, you know, there's going to be bumps along the road. But, but the reality is, is, like, it's just everybody's trying to scam everybody else. And nothing is more transparent a scam and a failure of, of blockchain of being anything sort of liberatory like NFTs. You know, the virtue of the Internet is like, oh, right, everyone's got access to this information, like digital information. It's ones and zeros. You can encode it. You can decode it. You can replicate it, right? A JPEG is a JPEG is a JPEG. Well, some, somewhere along the way, a lot of these geniuses trying to um, create new uses for blockchain, this, this started with this thing called, like, Crypto Kitties, which was, like, these little cats that you, like, breed and trade, and they were developing this sort of um, platform and then like, oh, how could we sell it to, to banks, to investors, to businesses? Uh, initially, they were trying to like, um, you may have seen headlines like, can't afford a house? Now you can buy one one-hundredth of a house through blockchain. Mm-hmm. That was the principle of, of the NFT, the non-fungible mm-hmm. token. Now, sorry, I'll do a little bit of tech stuff, but like, let's say you've got your, your stupid little ape or whatever shitty pixel art thing that you've got and you want to, like, throw it in to the sort of NFT space, what you do is you must buy Ether. And Ether is the thing that, that Ethereum runs on. Mm-hmm. And, and you can buy, like, a little sliver of Ether because, like, one Ether is about, I don't know, $8,000 or something. But you need probably about $400 worth of Ether, again, which is carbon-intensive. And, like, you sort of, like, burn or sear a brand um, on your little image, right? So you've got your stupid little pixel right, art, yeah. and you've basically imprinted a bit of Ethereum on it. And the thing is, is that you can replicate, you can right-click on that image. There's nothing quantifiably different other than this one image has, like, the blockchain sort of serial number on it, okay. which is, like, a conception of value which is so totally insane that you have to be, like, really built on the religion that, like, this is actually where my body's going to migrate to. You know, we're going to li- live in, like, a sort of blockchain singularity or metaverse or something. For, so, so in a sense, like, you're participating in this, this new religion where you're, like, saying, yeah, man, I've got my front row ticket to, like, the, the, the great awakening where we all ascend to the blockchain. And, of course, it scams all the way down. The mm-hmm. Beeple was this guy who sold a JPEG for $70 million, a $70 million NFT. Like, his own agency, like, bought it off him to, like, again, juice the agency, to juice the other sort of holdings of NFTs on their slate. Right. Um, you know, you see people, you get FaZe Banks or Steph Curry or whoever your sort of celeb clout persona is. They're sort of juicing this stuff so that we assume it's all real because the clout economy, I guess, is sort of real. 
Um, but again, it's just scams all the way down. Right, so you're saying that there's no, because it's not um, tied to anything grounded and it's kind of floating in the air that yeah. you can inflate value and then just everyone rip their money out, essentially. Well, but here's the thing, is that the people would say, no, blockchain is the most grounded and real thing because it's encrypted data. It's the strongest it's, data mm-hmm. ever. So, like, in, in, in essence, you know, it's the most real, tangible thing for a member of the blockchain religion, you know? But you have to be part of that belief system Uh um, to think that that has any sort of value. And again, it's such a perversion of, like, what the Internet should be is, like, oh, right, we can, like, share files or or whatever. Like, images can travel. And it's the one sort of notion of, like, the Internet is maybe, like, a commons, but these are people that are like, Uh oh, no, actually, let's turn the Internet into this sort of, like, never-ending series of little sort of micro-negotiations and payments and contracts. And, you know, they talk about the tokenization of everything. They talk about blockchain contracts that exist, you know, outside of, like, you know, contract law in a a government, Mm -hmm. in a state, Mm -hmm. in a society, but, like, fully in this other sort of sphere. So it's it's pretty nutso, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, before we run out of time... Oh, just, sorry. I'm yeah, that's all right. <laughs> no, we appreciate your insight. Um, do you, just to kind of wrap things up, do you see um, Bitcoin growing in the future and just becoming more part of everyday life, or do you see it kind of boom and bust, or what are your kind of take on that? Well, all right. So the, the thing I said about Bitcoin is it's not really money, yeah. and it's not really banked. Um, mm-hmm. And so what steps up in the fold here is 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 this thing these things called stable coins which are like the dodgiest so like a stable coin is not supposed to be speculated with and it's the thing that allows you to cash in and out of an exchange and the stable coins are supposed to be backed by real money but in theory like the the companies that run the stable coins maybe they've got some bills stuffed under the mattress but they're pretty much unbanked and they've created so like all the liquidity so that is like the cash available for you to buy sell you know cash out of crypto is is completely fictitious mm-hmm. and that's been revealed by the southern district of new york um in in the u.s there's actually a presidential working group there's not a lot that the joe biden administration is doing that i'm terribly you know uh supportive of but they are looking really hard at stable coins because these are like the de facto banks of crypto that are not playing by any rules that have incredibly dodgy holdings and then they're doing really crazy things so like tether is the big stable coin and they've bought up like the most corporate debt of they have like the seventh biggest portfolio of corporate debt and i don't know what that means for the real financial economy it may mean that Crypto is such a form of systemic risk that it sort of like gets like a pseudo bailout, which would be which would be horrible. But (laughs) there are some real dark clouds looming Mm -hmm. for this completely fake economy that has very limited to zero real world applications. I would not. Seriously, do not. You know, (laughs) the idea that look, only the big fish or the whales make money out of crypto. Yeah. Um, Like an MLM. Yeah. Your general student, I should I would say stay away Okay. Um, look, I know, yeah. Good advice. All yeah. right, well, hey, no, thank, thank you, you so yeah. much for um, your time and knowledge. Right. And, yeah, I think that's, it's it's a scary world out there. It is a it's scary a, it's world. It's a big world, but, hey, thank you so much. Have no a good, worries, my pleasure. Have a good day. All right, have a great summer, y'all.
Love it, love it. Wow, love it. I, it's so crazy because, like, I feel like it's just like a whole different world. I'm really, I'm glad I don't understand like how to even send a message or type something. <laughs> but like, this would just be so hard for me to even like figure out. Yeah, how it just works. Like coding and blockchain and mining. Like, I would get hacked in like a second. Oh, like, for I don't. Sure. I, also, like images and stuff, and then putting a label on that, like that, just like mind boggles me. <laughs> mind boggles. It's, but, hey. it's big brain stuff for sure. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.